Welcome to the Draft Doctors Podcast, your home of weekly draft content. Now here's Steve, Jono, Cam, and the Statesman. G'day everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Draft Doctors. Thank you for all your support over the preseason. We're done. We're done. Sick of you salary cappers, pull on the pin, had enough, get fucked. No? No, 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 no. I thought I was just waiting for the intro, but that's fine, yeah. It's been a long pre season. Yeah. We'll um, just quit. Quick quick get in. Let's let's do it. Uh no, thanks to everyone <laughs> who bought the mock site and the uh draft kit. Much appreciated. Hopefully you got um a fair bit of information out of it. Uh so no, it was good. Good pre season. Now we go into cruise control and just, you know, ball adjacents, John Jarrett junk time and who was it? Amber Heard. <laughs> All those things, yeah, yeah. There's like, yeah, there's more energy than a more energy than an Andrew WK song, listeners. So uh, we're ready to we're ready to bump uglies. Our fantasy teams in the regular season, they're ready to get it on. It's uh, it's an exciting time, Jono. That's it. That's it. I know I wasn't on the pod last week. I haven't even listened to last week. But did we talk home league? Maybe we want to talk a little bit quick home league. Oh, do people want to listen to that shit? Or we'd say that for the craft doctors. No. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. Oh, we can talk about a little bit of home league. What do you want to talk about? Just, you know, you, what picks we had, were you happy, what what you thought was good, bad, just quickly. So you had pick one. Oh, well, you know, it was a, we had to pick our slots. Uh, ironically, you had the first pick. I had no pick. I had the last option, so I got pick three. You, you chose pick one, which yep. I didn't expect. Yeah, I was tossing up between sort of that four, five, six, just sort of get a leftover of best available, but then... I'm just like bugger it. I want, I want who I want. Basically, and that was Rory Laird. So took that took that um, into my own hands, and I thought I drafted pretty well. Was pretty faded defenders and um, stacked the mids basically. Yeah, it was kind of funny because we've changed the roster format, so we dropped a midfielder. We've gone to five, six, one, five, and sort of maybe those low end mids. You don't have to scramble. So it's it sort of worked. I think people were, were a bit more. Willing to spend on non mids early, I guess. Yeah, and then I was actually surprised. You know, we're frauds. We've spoken about uh, late ruck truthers, but we seem to have grabbed a ruck pretty early. Both of us. I got Tim English in round five or six, I think it was, and I think you were in the same fit for wits. Yeah, so I went wits round six, and it was really just I, like I still had wits as my R two, and I think he was the fourth or fifth ruck off the board. Mm. I think fifth, maybe, maybe sixth. Um, but just, I like having that. He's a captain option. Yeah. Um, especially round one, I guess we'll talk about that a little bit later. We're going to talk, uh, some of the games, matchups, streams, captains, who to avoid. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. The draft went fine. I think the league gets better every year. Doesn't seem to be many good players slipping through and mm. there was only a few complete clunkers. I would have thought you'd describe them as. Yeah, that's it. No. Is what it is, you know. Can't have a perfect draft all the time, but that was a good draft. Yeah, so we, so obviously, um, if you've listened to the show before, um, we like you, and if you haven't, you can get stuff. But <laughs> we we usually do our ownership percentages on Ultimate Footy. We used to start at sixty five percent player ownership when we're talking uh, for our stream. So we want players who are less than that. Obviously, we're we're going to move over to the AFL fantasy system, and we're just going to find our way a little bit. We're not sure. Seems like there could be a lot of shallow leagues. Maybe the keeper leagues haven't all moved over yet, or maybe they've gone somewhere else. So we're working off a fifty percent ownership. 
uh, or thereabouts. Yeah. We'll, we'll, 55, um, no more than 55. Yeah. So we'll sort of, so Jono comes in with like a 70% straight off the bat. <laughs> that's, that's what I used to do. <laughs> um, so yeah, when we're talking pickups, we try to keep them so you'll be able to find them in most leagues. I know your league's very savvy listener. Um, and none of these players will be available. But we're going to get into the games. Jono, Richmond versus Carlton, the traditional fixture to kick things off. Uh, looks like Jaden Short may miss. That's the rumor. Presti is playing. Uh, you wouldn't feel probably. comfortable fielding him after what torn pec muscle. Like I've never torn a pec because I've never had a pec in my life, but um, that can't be good. So I'd be I'd be wary about playing him that week, round one. Yeah, well, whether you play him or not is going to be an interesting question. And I mean, I'm looking at it from a captain point of view, and there's really only one. I know Dusty tends to have a pretty amazing record against the Blues, but the, probably the only guy I really want a captain's Doherty. Yeah, I reckon there'd be a few that might throw out a cheeky Taranto after what they saw against Melbourne in that preseason game. Yeah, they might. They might. It would have been an early pick. The only thing is, I'm just, I, I never feel confident with the Tiger mid as a captain option. It feels mm. like they're a bit capped. I know Toronto is like a gun and, and all that sort of stuff. I'm just a bit cagey about um, putting the C on him straight away. Whereas I've got Doherty, the, you know, amazing record at the MCG. Uh, I think, I mean, he's just an amazing player. Yeah. But it tends, like over the preseason, we tend to gloss over him because we're saying, oh, pick up the forwards. Um, pick up midfielders and Doherty tends to just sort of go by the wayside, doesn't he? Yeah, but he's but he's a superstar. I've certainly ended up with him in a few drafts. Yeah, he as you know, it's good that you just sort of you've glossed over him and like I think he didn't get drafted in our home league till round four or something like that. So completely missed four. Was it three or four? It felt like three or four. But even then, that's still pretty late. Wait a minute, who did I get him? You got him, but it felt like three. Oh, three. No, it was round two. Round two. No, it was okay. round two. No. It's like, wait a minute. He's... It just felt, it just <laughs> felt later than that. Just felt later than that. Because I got back to round two and like Dylan Moore went just in front of me. Uh... And I was like, ah, oh, there's no fucking... Nah, no, that was 3-4 because that's when I was looking to get the double forward thing. And that's when no, no, to... no. No, because we... No, mm. it would have been 3-4 because that's when I got... um, What's his chops? The other guy, yeah. Butters. Butters yeah, in the yeah, back yeah, of the yeah. third. Yeah. Okay. So... There you go. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, without seeing a game, like we've only seen the preseason game, it looks like everyone wants to move that ball fast. But, you know, I'm not captaining too many out of Richmond, but I like their defenders. I'll be looking for their defenders, see how Baker and that, they probably didn't get drafted. Um, I'll be looking for him to maybe stash away after round one, depending on how he's, what role he's got in the wave of yeah, pickups. That's a fair one. Um, I think. Mids often go okay against. Um, oh, Baker's ownership's like seventy-seven percent. Oh wow! Okay, I didn't think so. He's he's not. A- <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, mids mids have tended to be okay against the Tigers as well over the mm-hmm. years. Although la- last year Collingwood was the prime matchup. There's no one here I'm really looking to stream who's low ownership. I don't think. No. No. So anyway, we'll move on to the next one: Collingwood and Geelong. Uh, like I just said, mids versus the pies was an absolute like slam dunk last year for a captain option. Like they just bled points. 
but I can't feel confident about any of these cats captaining him straight up after their preseason. No, especially I don't, it's going to be hard to see what their lineup, their midfield lineup. Like Cam Guthrie's probably going to be the only one that you could trust. The rest, it's whew, throw a blanket over. Like you think Danger went very late. He's going to play a lot forward. Parfit in and out of the team. It's 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 going to be hard. Like Bose, does he play? It's going to be interesting with the Cats this year. Uh, could you captain Tom Stewart? Like, cause we know yeah. we know we know defenders v pies was was a thing, but I don't think it was so much and, last year. No, it wasn't. It, uh, I've I've got my little chart here, but it's last year. Is it super relevant? General defenders were okay. Yeah, slightly better than neutral. So I'm okay with that matchup. Geelong, pretty pretty just. I mean, rocks were good, but I'm not captaining Darcy Cameron. No. So I'd, I'd probably look to avoid this one. The only move I might make is Tanner Bruins, 57% owned. So he's just sort wow. of above that. But he's, I mean, he went in sort of every league we were playing in. Mm. The casuals might have slipped him through. Uh, rumored to be playing midfield. He's played midfield in the preseason. I think he's a must-add. Oh, absolutely. Even in the training notes, I think, that came out on, on Sunday, said he was playing in the guts as well. So looks like nothing's nothing's changed there. Yeah, and uh, just on the cat side, poss- like obviously Lipinski's out for Collingwood, but possible outs, uh, Duncan and Hawkins will miss them. They're sort of um, obviously Hawkins has missed all the preseason, and Duncan's also catch up, I guess. I don't know if he's had it, but Jeremy Cameron's partner, he he was borderline uh, going to miss round one if his partner went into into labour. They're expecting the first child, so he could be a possible laid out. So maybe um, was it Henry or did he get injured? He got injured too. Wow. So is, this, is it a Sava season for one week? <laughs> it's not. It's not. <laughs> it might be baby swag season for Jeremy Cameron though. Bloody hell. I don't think I... Uh, no, I kept him in a keep league. I'm happy with that. <laughs> uh, next matchup, the barn burner, North versus West Coast. Uh, Nick Nat set to miss. Uh, Zerha out. Ben McKay out. But with Ben McKay out, Jack Darling's out. You'd expect Oscar Allen. Well, he's going to be the only key tall down there. He's twenty six percent of teams off the AFL fantasy there. So I'd be looking maybe to roll him out. Um, I know it is over here. Defenders, North defenders. Um, I don't think West Coast would. They're going to play that fast footy, so I don't think they've still got their skills to be as polished. So could be a lot of turnovers there. Um, from the North defenders, getting a look, good look at it too as well. Yeah, they are. I mean, I, I try not to put too much on West Coast for last year because it was just such a shit show of a season. Uh, mid forwards were just an absolute massive matchup against them. But midfielders, great matchup against North last year. Uh, outside mids, good matchup against North last year. Key forwards were like unbelievable against <laughs> last year. So um with Nick Nat out you probably look at Cal Jamison or Bailey Williams there. They're probably the two Ruckman. They're mobile Ruckman, um not quite your hit out guy like a Todd Goldstein. So it could be the X Men versus those two, who knows? Well yeah, it's really interesting this ruck matchup because if you're struggling for a ruck, like Goldstein's under sixty percent, uh the X Men's forty two percent it looks like they're going to be in a split split role, so I I don't want 
I don't really want either of them, though. Mm. I mean, if you've got backup, if you need a backup, like just... Because X-Men's only a ruck only, so you're not forward, so it's tough yeah. on. Tough on. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be looking at... Like, Zeeble's really low-owned. Uh, Tom Powell's really low-owned. I'd be looking to make sure they were... They were in my team as well. I don't think... I don't want them going through to the waivers. Nah, for sure. But what a dog of a matchup first up. That's why it's the, uh, the early game on the Saturday when people are actually enjoying their lives. <laughs> I'll cut the lawn into that. <laughs> uh, ne- wow, next one. Port versus Brisbane. Uh, yeah. I've got Miles Bergman. I've been pretty pretty hot on him and Dersma for this preseason to see who gets that aim on spot. Um, both actually played pretty well in that preseason game, and Bergman's at 39%, so he could be handy, just a handy bench cover if he does pop. doesn't have to be super huge, but anything 90-plus would be would be a bonus. Yeah, this is a match I'm actually looking to just avoid players in. Like, Port were one of the worst matchups for everything last year, especially defenders, and I can see a lot of fantasy coaches with, like, Kitty Coleman, uh, that sort of thing. I'd, I'd personally look to bench those guys if I could. Interesting. This is not a matchup I'm super keen to, from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you, you know, if you've taken Josh Dunkley, pick one. Yeah. <laughs> they were the hardest to score against, weren't they, last year? In terms Port of fantasy. Tough. Port were really tough. Mm. Gunston could be handy pickup as well. I'm not sure what his ownership was, but he seems like everyone's talking about Hipwood and um and Danaher, but Gunson's probably gonna get the third third defender each week. Oh, I like Gunston as a, a late forward. I, th- I certainly think he's fine. Mm. Absolutely. But uh, per- personally I'm not looking to play anyone in this match. Uh, you know, humor cluggage if he's on field, that's fine. All the, those sort of things are fine, but I'm not looking to stream anyone. I'm not looking to captain anyone. No. Uh, Melbourne versus Western Bulldogs. A uh, lot of fantasy implications in this game. A lot of early picks in your draft. What are we lo- doing? I'm, what are we doing? I'd be looking at Captain Bont in this one, especially for the super coaches out there. He averages 113 against the D's with his last three. He's gone 161, 105, and 136. So uh, if you snagged him in your draft, he's certainly a captain there. And only goes to 97 in AFL Fantasy, but his last three scores are 125, 108, and 100. So not a bad little option there. Um, there was an article that came out over the weekend that Melbourne are looking to expand their midfield rotations with like your Tom Sparrows, Cozy Pickett's, James Harms types. So, you know, I think we flagged maybe more forward time for Petraka, but I can't really see... Oliver coming out of that midfield because um, he can't kick more than 20 metres, so he's, he's not playing forward or anything like that. But you can get Sparrow and Cosby Pickett pretty low ownership. They're at 26% and 34%. Yeah, nice. I, yeah, this is a really interesting one. If you punted on defenders, I know we had a question in the uh, on the in the questions. A question in the questions, Jono. Good stuff. Very good. Really just light, light, <laughs> tightest pod. Tightest pod in fantasy footy, people. Uh this is actually a good matchup. Like defenders against Melbourne, really good last year. Even for your super coaches, key defenders were pretty good. So maybe you can roll a Sam Darcy, 
Uh, I know it's kind of hard to find Bulldogs defenders, even like Ed Richards is Liam Jones, pretty highly owned. Liam so. Jones might be there. Yeah. Oh, he certainly would be, but I know he had 10 intercept marks or whatever it was against North Melbourne, but Melbourne a bit more polished than that. Yeah, and, and even key defenders against the Bulldogs last year was a pretty good matchup. Mm, absolutely. So um, I'm okay with defenders in this game. Yeah, for sure. Should be, should be a good game to watch. This would be... Mm. Both teams are going to be pushing for the pointy captains. End. I mean, it's pretty hard not to captain Oliver. guys like Barton, Oliver, and yeah, those sort of guys. But I won't be captaining Oliver. I think we're playing in home league. I don't think I'll captain Oliver against you. Wow, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. Please do talk about it. Yeah, the next <laughs> matchup got our Gold Coast Suns versus uh, the Swans. Ah, Suns should just absolutely crush this. Well, it's an interesting one. I've got captains and streams, and I'll be captaining Jared Witts against you uh, because Jared Witts is playing against the idea of a Sydney Ruckman. That is true. It'll be either Laddams or that Mac. No, he's out. Laddams is out. He's suspended, yeah. Oh, so it's that McAndrew, whatever fella. Whoever, whoever. The idea of him. Wow, you can have like 7,000 hitouts. That's not good. That's not good. But... On the other side, I actually like streams against the Suns. Like, this is a defense that hasn't really played a lot together. Mm. Um, a lot of injuries down there for the regular guy. So, Tommy Paps, always available, always good player. Well, Sam Reed, you, if you really want to go deep, the Logan McDonald fella. Right. So, yeah, I'm looking at that. And, and defenders against the Suns were... Um, it's a neutral matchup last year, but again, the forward line, a lot of tall timber down there, Jono. Certainly so I is. reckon it could um could work its way out. Robbie Fox is out, so you got a guy like Braden Campbell, super low owned. Um Blake Blakey Lloyd, obviously gonna be pretty owned, but Yeah. Maybe I could find myself one of the McCartans, maybe. Well, I'm just looking away from the keys, but Yeah. Yeah, because of the tall, but if they're running it out, you know. Campbell, a uh, Florent, maybe. Yeah, good options there. But certainly Jared Witts. Whew. Stonks. Stonks. Stonks <laughs> up. Gold Coast were actually a bad matchup for inside mids last year, so maybe your Callum Mills captain option. Not good. No bueno. I reckon Took will play that game back from the hand. Yes. Yep. Yes. Uh, GWS versus Adelaide. Uh, Matt Crouch has broken his leg. Tough scenes for a great Western Victorian, but was probably on the outer anyway, if we're being honest. Yeah, he's either the sub or captaining the uh, the Sandful side. But um, if you're a lead owner like me, I was looking at his scores thinking, ah, oh, the absolutely brain against GWS. He actually doesn't score great against the um, GWS. Like his last three years especially, it's... Only one score over a hundred in both formats, so um, definitely not one to definitely cause uh, cause for concern in that one there. If you um, a Rory Laird owner like I am, so maybe you have to look at someone else. Well, it's interesting you say that, Johnny, because I was thinking it's it's it'd be one of the better matchups if if GWS are going to adopt this Richmondy system as people are sort of talking about. Mids have really been pretty good in those. Uh, it's it's been good for midfielders to play against. Okay, so I, I might be a bit more okay with it. And then on the other side, like if I had a GWS player, I might be looking to avoid it because their mids generally don't score particularly well. Like you look at Collingwood last year, really 
Hard to trust any of those guys. No, they were fine, but they weren't absolute captain options, were they? No. So I might just like, and and I don't think you have to captain any of the GWS guys. Like Kelly was a second rounder. Tom Green was a bit later on. You've probably got mids in front of them. Yeah, like going back to our home league draft, like I've got Led and Kelly. I got Kelly for that matchup captaincy option. Like if there's a good matchup later in the year, then you certainly yep. play that. Whereas Led say he's got a a, a poor matchup. Yeah, be interesting. Be interesting to see how that actually plays out. Like, um, the whole GWS thing. I'm. I actually haven't watched a lot of them throughout the preseason, so I'm not sure how they what their game plan actually is. To be honest, how they're playing. Yeah, on the on the stream front, uh, Lockie Ash should be owned. He's pretty low. Yeah. Um, uh, playing off the halfback, he should absolutely rake. Uh, Schoenberg. Again, I think we just sort of spoke about. If you're in a deeper league, he's probably an interesting pickup. Just if that GWS midfield become a little bit easier to play against, yeah. um, and you know, I'd I'd probably take a, a flyer on one of Rochelle or Rankin. Just I don't know that they're going to get bulk mid minutes, but just I'd, I'd like a little piece of it somewhere. Yeah, there's, you know, there's been talk of Rochelle. You know, he's gun player, so yeah, mid minutes last year. If there's a another step up this year, it's definitely worth a dart. Um, same with Rankin. There was a lot of hype on him, so I'd be happy with him as well. So looking looking like a pretty good forward line on paper for for Adelaide, though. So maybe defenders aren't a great play against them this year. Maybe not. Maybe not. And Although, we're expecting Adelaide to improve, of course, as well. Yeah. Uh, next matchup: Hawthorne versus Essendon. Any uh, captains there for you? I, I wouldn't be confident. Maybe Merritt, but I wouldn't be confident. Hawthorne, outside mids, good matchup last year. Ruck's great matchup. So Sam Draper firms is a better streamer for me than the North Melbourne guys. Yeah, absolutely. He'd be uh, if I need a ruck. Yeah, for sure. Especially in the super coach where he can get around to the ground, a few posies, hit outs, whatever. Um maybe defenders on either side would be okay. Like both aren't gonna be up the pointy end of the uh, the ladder this year, so there's going to be a lot of ball going inside and returning from that D50 on both sides, I would imagine. So if you can get some any defenders floating around that haven't been drafted, then certainly well worth a, a, a shout there. Yeah, I think Jath was pretty low-owned. Uh, Setterfield's under 50%. Stato's boy could have that, you know, defensive pressure mid-roll squared away. Yeah, yeah. Which... Surprising, yeah. A lot of people haven't jumped on him in drafts. Well, I think, you know, a lot of these, you know, like we sort of said, Kurt, when it depends how deep your league is. You can't go... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you're not rostering eight mids and... that's We're finding our way with this AFL Fantasy uh, shuffle over, mm. we'll say. That's the technical term, John, shuffle over. Shuffle over. I like it. Yeah, and the last match of the round, St Kilda versus Fremantle. Well, they've really just slotted this one in last. No one gives a shit. No, no. <laughs> Eight people watching this. O'Meara, <laughs> possible ankle injury. Came back Seb on, though. Ross. Yeah, came back on, so he's probably okay. Seb Ross looks like missing. Um, Interesting. And obviously, St Kilda have got a host of uh, injuries to the forward line. So, any any cat... Oh, and Windhager possibly missing, so maybe less tags. I should We should have uh, mentioned that in the Hawthorne matchup. Like, McGuinness... They ran two taggers there. Hawthorne in the pracking match. So whether they roll that again, I know they went for a defensive tag and maybe they go 
a defensive tag and a midfield tag this year. But yeah. Who's this? For Hawthorne. For Hawthorne. They yeah, ran. So maybe. Maybe not merit. Maybe not merit that McGuinness tag. But St Kilda Fremantle, so possibly Windhager out. So maybe Brayshaw gets a freer run at things. Oh, well, Mitch Owens came on once Windhager came off and did play a bit of a role. Or was it Bytel? It was one of those two. Oh, Bytel. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Mitch Owens actually scored pretty well as well. He was 14% if you're looking for a forward. And um, I can see this game being uh, tagged both ways. Like if Jack Steele gets tagged and also Brayshaw gets tagged, then you could look for maybe Brad Crouch as an option. Um, looks like Ross the Boss is going to just play him as a pure ma- uh, midfield and actually goes pretty well, averaging um, 100 against Freo in both formats. So... Uh, not bad there for if you're a Brad Crouch owner, which may be an outside option. Yeah, absolutely. I don't mind that. Uh, I'd probably be looking to stream a couple of Fremantle defenders. Uh, should be a few intercept marks going on down there. We saw Brendan Cox mm. have his way in the preseason. And, of course, Heath Chapman, who we're all kind of fans of. Um, but, you know, obviously there's going to be a lot of quality players down in that Fremantle defense. I think Ryan and Clark and... Hayden Young, obviously, you know, not everyone can get the ball, Jono, but that's probably a matchup uh, I'd be looking at early days. Yeah, I wonder if Luke Ryan will play. I haven't, we haven't seen him over the preseason with that back injury, so it be interesting to see what happens there if he does. Get yeah, rumoured rumor to play, so okay. should be should be all in the clear. You'd imagine, but um, so. that's all the matchups, and it's kind of it's there's not huge betting favourites. If I mean, we're not talking about big betting. People, but the shortest price is Geelong versus Collingwood. Even in the tip, and, like the footy tipping, like round one's like a hard round to tip. Like, um, could go either way. Every game could go either way. Yeah, there's, I think, yeah, that Geelong versus Collingwood game's the the biggest discrepancy in the odds, but I wouldn't feel super confident with, you know, so many of the Geelong stars, Premiership limited pre seasons. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and they, and, you know, Collingwood were so close to being in that grand final last year. It looks like they've improved on paper. Um, maybe we expect them to take a step back, but... Oh, look, I, I tipped uh, Collingwood not to make the finals this year. Yeah, yeah, so have I. Yeah. So have I. I think I'd probably look to Fremantle first up, personally, just with all those St Kilda injuries. I've actually got Hawthorne beating Essendon comfortably because Essendon looked terrible. Yeah. They look terrible. Wow, hey, there you go. You yeah. heard it here first. They'll, they'll get this Lock in Hawthorne in your eliminator. I've already done that. Already done that. <laughs> oh, Essendon are going to win the spoon. Yeah, $23 if anyone... Least wins. Least amount of wins. $23 for Essendon. Holy shit. Yeah. You heard it here first. Well, Harley Reid's been training with him in the preseason, so that works out. <laughs> works out beautifully. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. You love... um, Man, you love... The hate <laughs> of us. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to the Twitter questions. Russ two four six eight CBA's market share marks and tackles. Has Cam got any other nuggets that the AFL fantasy community can appropriate? <laughs> well, that's why he's not on the uh, the pod this week. He's you know in the uh, think tank, just coming up with that next <laughs> nugget. Yeah, I said our uh, deck of Cam waivers by Cam Cam scale of hardness and daily fantasy Cam. <laughs> Although after I typed out daily fantasy cam, I wasn't wasn't sure about that. Is it, did, did we say game day cam? Game day. <laughs> oh, that can't be good either. Russ thinks Cam's rolling shed sixteen. 
Oof. You don't want to you don't want to be rolling on the floor in shed sixteen, my friend. You don't. Uh Ninja, your opinions on Fab waiver format and whether we should start campaigning to Warney to bring it to AFL Fantasy. What is the Fab? I don't think I've heard of that one. So Fab is free agent auction budget. So uh, instead of instead of the priority, although there is a priority, you're given a budget at the start of the year, whether it's $100, $200, doesn't really make a difference. And you bid on the waivers instead of just priority. putting in a waiver claim. So it's a bit more democratic. You can be 10th, um, but let's say last year, Brady Grundy gets injured, Darcy Cameron's the hot pickup. You can bid more than anyone else, so it doesn't... Okay, so everyone gets a, f- a crack at it, basically. Yeah, and it just probably adds a, adds a little bit of an extra strategy element to the game. Like, do you do you want to blow it early? Do you do you save it to the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably save it for that second, third round where where we see those guys pop and then go for it. Yeah. So, I, I look, I'd be all for it. Yeah, absolutely. Whether it's, whether it's popular enough for AFL Fantasy to bring on. It's another story, but no, we can certainly get into Warney on socials about that. Absolutely. <laughs> Patch, I need some choice insults for people at Tim Mitchell who drafted players ahead of me. Please advise. Uh, well, we don't know who the players are, so... Well, you're good at insulting people. What would you just call him a cunt or... Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Frio, uh, mids are probably too skewed towards breakout types. Any thoughts on ways to deal with it? I didn't really understand this one. Yeah, mids are skewed to break. I suppose if we're talking... I suppose if we're talking fantasy that we always talk about the mids to break out, I suppose we focus on that the most because that's the main point generator. Um, of our teams, but I mean, we we look at those forwards that then become midfielders. Like you know, it's going to be your Horn Francis Dunkley types. They all started forward and then moved into the midfield. Then there's that that we look at as well. So yeah, I say it's skewed to midfielders who break out, but then we look at you know the next tier of forwards who play midfield, etc. Well, I think you kind of got to find that sweet spot like in between where you rank and where you actually draft someone like I was really critical of where people were drafting Flanders in the preseason because it didn't like him you might have ranked him say 23rd but to me it didn't equate to a 23rd where yeah exactly you sort of you I don't know you I always say if you want to rank a breakout you have to rank them in a position where if you miss them you're comfortable with the next player on your list. Mm. Yep. So if people want to draft them before that, well, that's on them and they're building in all that value. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, Freo also asks, please advise on having league mates become the dreaded new listeners of the pod and how to deal with it. What was that? League mates. League mates. Oh, league mates. His league mates are starting to listen to the pod. Call them cunts. (laughs) Pretty much. Also, I mean, we're terrible. Like, especially me and Jono, we have no influence. So, you know, well, you've got, you've got, you've you've got like a modicum more than me. At least you were mentioned in in that in that thread at some stage. Just crickets for me, which is fine. Which is fine. (laughs) It's flying under the. They're the quiet, the quiet ones you got to watch out for because they're the ones that sit in the the bell tower with a sniper rifle. Uh, K 
Kang Daddy. Good afternoon, Stallions, having punted defenders a little too hard in an 18-team 5-6-1-5 supercoach lead. Do you have any ideas on a smoky or even a warm body that I can pop in my back line? <laughs> Jesus Christ, Thank that's you. a deep league. Oh, man. So that's 90 on-field defenders each week. Well, we spoke like, you know, Sam Darcy. Um, we, we gave you some pretty good matchups. Yeah. Frio against St Kilda. Uh, Braden Campbell. It might be a couple of West Coast ones, like a, I don't know if he's a defender this year, but like a Foley or a Cole or something like that, if they get a gig. Witherden. Like, no one's drafting Witherden. Man, Witherden is like the second highest owned eagle. That's because his average was like 105 and it just got auto-drafted. Well, we're finding our way with AFL. Cam. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Cam. Um, they're good ones. They're good ones. Yeah. Maybe Melbourne if Salem's missing early. I think like Bowie. Uh, Bowie. Bowie. Yeah. Uh, McAvee, I think it is as well. There should be a bit of turnover down in the north back line as well. Yeah. So, and, and certainly the Suns back line. Weller's out and Woodrick's out. So, mm. like Long, Long's often not drafted. Wangling, um, Charlie- Wangling Miller might. In that deeper league, he's probably drafted. Well, he's a mid as well. Ah, well, okay. So, Rory Atkins, get on board. Oh, God. <laughs> Three more years. <laughs> Darren. What? It's the worst contract of all I was going to say, there's a salary dump coming up next year. This year. What would they have to pay? <sighs> they can't dump picks this year because they need them all for academy players. Oh, okay. Shit. Someone offer a bag of cheap twisties? I don't know. No one's picking him up, man. No. Darren, how do you see the next forward split affecting, the new forward split affecting Petraka, Viney, and Oliver's scores? Oh, I think Viney, Viney and um, Oliver are going to be fine. Petraka, we, we know how damaging he is in a, as a forward. Like, what did he do in the grand final? Kick three odd goals. and So I could see him playing that dusty hybrid role. Just, I don't know what dusty splits were, but say it's, 60-40, something like that. Um, but yeah, if, if that's the case, then he gets forward status, Petraka. And that's handy. I, I mean, it's not like guys weren't playing midfield anyway last year. These guys don't play 100% midfield. No. So, I, I want to see it before I believe it, man. I don't think, like, in that article, it was like... Tom Sparrow went from 12% to 40%. It's in between that. So he might get a bump to, say, 25% midfield. Right, but I don't see the 40% mid-time there. Yeah, I don't know. Petraka should score well, regardless, I would have thought. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And so will Oliver and Viney. They're fine. Uh, Major Van Bam is tarring a chance round one. Played pretty well in the VFL over the weekend, so, but I think he'll be made to earn his stripes, so... His ankle swelled up pretty bad. You see that? No, I didn't see that one. Blew up, bit of an ankle. So maybe not. Watch it. I'd certainly watch it. Yeah, but I don't think he's a chance round one. He'll be made to earn it. Yep. Uh, and will the crows' fast-paced mid injections affect Sam Barry at all? Mm. No, I don't think it, a little bit, but not. I think he drops and tackles, but gets more ball. So there's it looks like um, there'll be a balance. Keys, Keys is the one that got booted. Oh, for sure. 
Like Barry would get better. Like he'll get more ball and but he might drop a tackle or two. So it's it's a balance. Might drop a tackle or two? Man, he'd definitely <laughs> drop a tackle or two. Definitely drop a tackle, uh, that's for sure. Aaron, is McLean draftable at after the Pracky matches or should we be looking Switkowski or someone as a better bench pick? I mean it's not the worst option. Toby will have his games, like he'll he'll score well and he'll where he might push up the ground, play midfield for a bit, uh, depending on a matchup. He'll play wing. But then there'll probably be games where he's playing as that small to mid forward and scores you a forty or fifty, so it's it'll be swings and roundabouts, but if you're getting him as an F four or F five, it's fine. So there's a couple of injuries at the Bulldogs, this Arthur Jones character and uh Cody Waitman, John, does that affect his role? Oh, they'll put in someone like Mitch Hannon. Um, or who's the other guy? Like another small four, Benut Benedo or Benudo or something like that, or Vandermeer or something. They'll, they'll they'll get in. There you go. And the last question is uh, a salary cap question, so I'm not going to get tricked. Not going to get tricked. God. Thank God. I don't think I got tricked last week. I that was a stitch up. I don't think I. I haven't listened to last week, so. No, I got through. I got through clean as a whistle. Good, good. There's no way. Someone said I got pinged, but uh, I'm full I, of shit. I did see that. Yes. I did see that question. I'm like, oh, that's a red flag. The, this, this one today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That can't. That was. It was like the first question I saw. I'm like, man, just you, couldn't get that through me. Can you put a, put your face to your your Twitter profile? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a rock solid. Uh, defense. I'm, I'm playing That's rock it. solid. Nothing's good, nothing's good, getting through. Good cricket shot, just rock solid. I know Absolutely like staunch, <laughs> staunch <laughs> defense. All right, listeners, thanks for hanging out all preseason. Uh, if you're new to the show, we do move to a Monday drop after this pod, so this will be the last Wednesday. We'll be moving to a Monday release uh, and talking waivers, so you can put those claims through. But talking games, all that sort of thing. Do it. What? Talk waivers. What? It's literally just like I have two guys, and then we just talk shit. Well, I think at the start of the year we talk waivers, and then um, last year we just added awards over the season, and we just talk shit for <laughs> by, by round eight. I think it's by by rounds where people are just like out of contention and everything. Like, no one gives a shit, so we just talk shit. Well, there's that many fantasy pods these days. We may as well just masquerade as a fantasy pod and just talk shit now. Why not talk about RBAs and? Fucking Philip Lowe, man. <laughs> Fucking Philip Lowe. Right. Yes. It's not good. I'm back on the I'm back on the lane. <laughs> I was out of the lane for a while. <laughs> back on the lane. I'm on the uh, the Kill Kenny, six for twenty bucks and that's all I can go for. Well, that was down at Audi, wasn't it? It was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, John, John, you sneaky bastard. I know what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> See, but you could have got half a slab of Fraser Briggs for that. Ooh, I don't think I've gone the Fraser Briggs before. This looks like an imitation uh, Bogues or something. Bogues. Yeah, it does. <laughs> <laughs> that's, what, that's what I tell myself. <laughs> the clean, crisp waters of Portland. <laughs> the clean water, man. Anything but Portland tap water. I promise you, my friend. Anything but Portland tap water. Anyway, listeners, we, of course, hope you win your, your trophy this year and, and give your league mate shit and all those good things. We'll see you next week. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the Draft Doctors Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and review.